0: welcome to today's podcast. My name is Linda Devlin and I am an HR value advisor with SAP SuccessFactors. My role in our organization is to help our current and potential clients with their HR transformation journey, including helping build the value story for the financial and strategic benefits that investing in HCM and HR technology can bring to an organization. My background prior to joining SAP SuccessFactors six years ago includes 17 years at a large global consultancy where I led succession planning and leadership development for the chief leadership officer. So today's podcast is actually going to focus on succession planning. Back in 2016, SAP SuccessFactors conducted a study with Oxford Economics around leadership in this current digital age. The study is called leaders 2020 and it provided great insight into the challenges and the gaps that exist in organizations regardless of industry size or region one of the findings was that executives surveyed cited a lack of adequate leadership as a major impediment to achieving workforce goals only 35 percent of the executives surveyed said that they have the talent now in leadership positions to sufficiently drive growth globally and regionally, as well as meet other key strategic objectives. This translates into a significant leadership gap for organizations and typically in the middle of an organization. And it is undeniable. It is difficult to keep up with the amount of change happening these days. This is largely due to digital transformation and the evolving way in which organizations and their people are getting things done. This puts a significant challenge specifically on human resources because of workforce dynamics that include things like globalization, the need for data insights, operational cost cutting, turnover challenges, the competition for talent and skills and mobility, and that's just a few. And the workforce is now comprised of shifting demographics. So we have millennials coming in and aging workers are now staying longer than ever before at their organizations. This is where the significant leadership gap is taking place in the middle of an organization, which points to the increased need for effective succession planning and the development of leaders who are a part of that succession plan. So this Oxford study left us wanting to better understand what is contributing to the leadership gap and what HR leaders are thinking about changing within their organization succession planning practices. So we took some time and talked to HR leaders from various organizations who happened to attend SAP SuccessFactor's annual Success Connect conference back in 2017. And what we heard were three key themes from these leaders. One theme is that the workforce is changing. The workforce is digital. It's comprised of five generations and the expectations are completely different from the workforce. So HR leaders are feeling the pressure to accommodate these changes within succession planning. The second theme was around data, and we heard a lot of leaders who participated in this particular survey say, what data? Organizations lack real-time analytics and data insights to drive their talent decisions, including building bench strength within their succession plans for the future. And the third theme we heard was that a lot of these succession tools and calibration models that have been used in years past are out of date. The nine box, for example, is so last year, is what we heard. So these tools and resources need to modernize and evolve to keep up. Gone are the days of carrying around a giant binder, which I personally did for many years, full of spreadsheets and inconsistent methods of calibration and data that is out of date as soon as it's printed. So in terms of each of these themes, there are things you should be asking yourself to ensure that your succession planning strategy is a sustainable model for this digital age. You've got to keep one foot in today and one foot in tomorrow. You can't plan to fix your issues today. You've got to plan for the looming challenges and opportunities that are coming in the future. So if we think about that first theme, The workforce is changing. It has changed. It's here. The digital economy has placed unprecedented pressure on the business and the HR organizations. The workforce and its expectations are drastically different and will continue to change and evolve. So the traditional approach of replacement planning for open roles or moving up the ladder is not going to meet business growth priorities or satisfy employee engagement and development needs it's also not going to lead to creating a sustainable workforce. So as you think about how to incorporate workforce changes into your succession strategy, think about the following. Have you identified your talent and skills shortage and are you actively developing your people? What we mean by that is that gaps in leadership capabilities are going to spell trouble for future growth. Your leadership gap is going to grow wider and wider if you don't have existing leaders who are equipped to lead a global diverse workforce. The incoming millennial workforce does not yet have the skills and capabilities necessary to lead at these levels. So it's imperative to include both the identification of future skills and capabilities needed, as well as the development in your succession planning approach in order to narrow this gap. It's truly an opportunity to grow and leverage learning programs to actively grow your talent internally. Another question to ask yourself is, are you leveraging all five generations of talent? For the first time in history, the workforce is comprised of five generations working side by side. A new generation of executives is moving up through the corporate ranks, and millennials already make up the largest group in the workforce, and they hold nearly 20% of executive positions. In addition, people are living and working longer. They're staying at organizations much longer and retiring at a later date than we've seen previously. So we've never in history employed as many aging workers as we do now. So careers just don't look the way they did before. It isn't uncommon to see a millennial employee managing someone who is close to retirement. And many organizations focus on just the millennials. That's a hot buzzword now, and we're not saying you should not focus on this demographic. However, it's more about the dynamics of the five generations who have different levels of digital capability. There are meaningful differences in how these generations view technology, processes, and digital transformation, which creates an opportunity for things like cross-generational mentoring, greater diversity, and collaboration. It calls for increased transparency about career growth and future goals. The last thing to ask yourself in the space of a changing workforce is around considering the evolved employee value proposition so the employee value prop has changed the relationship between organization and its employees is changing and is greatly impacted by digital transformation today's high performers have a better understanding of their own value they're heavily recruited especially those with specialized skills Next generation leaders expect more mobility across an organization, as well as transparency about their potential and career growth. They need to know where they stand and what their opportunities are. Organizations are also shifting to continuous performance management, and there is a need to manage individual differences in performance found across different employees working in the same group. So managing differences in employee contributions is critical to maximizing company performance. Employees are also more comfortable now moving on from organizations rather than having a lifer approach to their career. The average tenure in a professional job now is just six years. So succession and career development plays a pivotal role in this new employee value proposition. A robust and transparent succession plan can help you retain employees, plan for future growth, and narrow those capability gaps. So the second theme we heard in our surveys was around data. And I mentioned that when talking with leaders within the HR organizations, we often heard what data they really found they were challenged in having the right data and insights at their fingertips to make decisions. So I often ask clients for HR data, such as turnover, cost per hire, headcount, so that I can run calculations around the ROI of HR technology. And I routinely hear, we can't get that data. We can't get our hands on accurate data. It would take us weeks. Data is critical to driving a meaningful succession planning strategy and organizations who are able to leverage human capital analytics outperform those who don't. And there is research that supports this. Rich analytics can impact stock returns, return on equity, and overall HR effectiveness. However, only 55% of executives say that their business and HR decisions are actually informed by data. So we encourage you to think beyond numbers on a spreadsheet and consider some questions to ask yourself to ensure you are using data as a catalyst and an enabler in your succession efforts. So ask yourself, are you using data to proactively build your leadership bench strength? Succession planning and employee development can be enhanced through quantifiable metrics and benchmarking within your workforce development practices. Your HR leaders need to know who their people are what skills and capabilities exist or are lacking, and make business decisions that are based on real-time, factual data. There is no longer time to spend weeks pulling together simple data reports within the human resources organization. Leaders expect it to be real-time, accessible, and accurate. Modern succession planning should be leveraging technology, real-time data analytics, and data insights in order to build bench strength that can help organizations grow and sustain their success. So think about building a sustainable model that incorporates data into the methodology of building leadership pipeline. Don't let your organization avoid utilizing data to drive decisions. Another question to ask yourself around data is, are you incorporating your business and HR strategy into succession planning? Organizations who are most effective in building leadership pipeline incorporate their business strategy into their succession efforts. They look at growth targets, financial commitments, upcoming market expansion plans, to then proactively structure their pipeline of talent accordingly. There is a significant difference between a succession approach that is more about replacement planning versus one that is driven by strategic objectives, predictive analytics, and a focus on investing in a future leadership talent. The third and final theme we heard was around the succession tools and resources that now seem outdated in terms of tracking and measuring succession planning. I used the phrase the nine boxes so last year earlier in the podcast. When you think about the changes that come with digital and workforce transformation, carefully choose the calibration and assessment methods that enable this change and support your succession planning model. Calibration provides one of the most promising methods for improving the accuracy and the value of performance management, succession management, compensation, and talent management overall. However, the value of calibration sessions depends on how they are conducted. So when you think through the questions you should ask yourself around succession tools and models, think through one, are your succession calibration and assessment models adding value to your succession approach? So our initial findings when talking with HR leaders is that while many organizations currently still use an older approach to calibration, the feedback we heard is that the tools and resources that exist doesn't provide enough insight into existing workforce capabilities or the lack of workforce capabilities. It's time consuming, it's often manual, and we heard that many organizations lack the data and analytics to effectively complete a simple nine box or other assessments of potential. So with the pace of change coming at us so quickly, you've got to place significance on ensuring you have the right assessment methods in place. A recent SAP Success Factors white paper focused on how to fairly and accurately assess employees using calibration, and it points out that every employee contributes different levels of value to the organization due to many factors. The use of consistent, transparent methods to assess and reward employee contributions is a key factor affecting employees' perceptions of justice, fairness, and equity. So the overall objective of an assessment and calibration model, whether it be a nine box or not, is to measure employee impact, guide decisions around company investment in employees, and support the career growth, development, and retention of your employees. So that's the thing to keep focused on. So what does all this mean? So it is no secret that having the right talent will drive sustainable success for any company. Replacement planning no longer works. The leadership gap that exists has the power to cripple your growth and put your organization at risk of achieving strategic priorities. It could also result in expensive costs related to external hiring, lower employee engagement, higher attrition and overall talent management challenges. All in all, our research says that succession planning must be tied to business results, utilized as a way to empower and build leaders, and importantly, tackle the pending leadership gap that is facing organizations across all industries and regions. So I'd like to close with this in the podcast. We we urge you to evaluate your existing succession planning strategy and ask yourself six questions. So one, What leadership gaps have you identified and how can you start to build and develop a pipeline of qualified leaders to fill these gaps? Two, how are you ensuring your succession bench is representative and inclusive of all five generations, as well as leverages the skills, talents, mindsets, and backgrounds of this diverse workforce? Three, in what ways can you start treating succession planning as part of the employee value proposition for your organization? Four, what is needed for your organization to start leveraging data and predictive analytics to build your leadership bench strength? Five, how is your succession strategy linked to your strategic objectives and financial performance commitments? And finally, six, which of your current succession methods and tools, for example, the nine box, are helping guide talent decisions, career growth, and the development and retention of your employees? So we recognize that one size does not fit all, but the objective and importance of succession planning is unquestionable. So it's time to put the big binder away of Excel spreadsheets and shift your thinking towards a modern succession model that is supported by insightful technology and is positioned to enable leadership growth and a sustainable workforce and narrow that leadership gap thank you so much for your time today. If you have additional questions regarding succession planning in an organization, I can be reached at my email noted in the podcast entry. There is also a white paper that will be linked that goes through all of the details and components that I mentioned during the podcast. Thanks so much.